0: Whether it's Today I Ate, Whoa Dude, Rate My Plate, or No Lawns, there's a sub for that! Welcome to the Front Podcast of the Internet. He's your host, Willie, reach out and touch someone, Matson. <laughs> and for the best lawyer in town, you better call Scott Carolla. We're a show all about Reddit. Covering all the ups and down votes in about 30 minutes. And if you
1: like the show, you can find more of us... On TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Or not showing up for the gay rom-com bros.
0: (laughs) Scott, it is that time of year. What us here in the Midwest would call fall... Which doesn't
1: fall, when does fall actually start? A day. Like, in a day? (laughs) Oh, no, on some random day, uh, it's probably around the 21st of a month. Well, technically, (laughs) welcome to fall,
0: the autumnal equinox, also called September equinox, falls on thursday september 22nd so we are well
1: <laughs> well into fall <laughs> we were way off
0: <laughs> well because it is spooky season it's officially october S- we're leading up to halloween and then spooky christmas right there's no other holiday
1: in, in between that i'm personally thankful there are no holidays in between halloween and christmas yes i wanted to join you i'm not gonna
0: drink on this show one it's in the afternoon but also i'm gonna give it a shot i'm gonna try to do what all of those other big podcasts do and maybe cut back on some drinking this month what do you mean cut back well this is this is a butterbeer that is this is a
1: butter beer, not beer just like my drink of choice is root beer oh not beer this is terrible
0: those Brits have got it wrong. <laughs> Why would you drink this? Oh man, I'm happy to be a muggle. It tastes like it tastes like diet butterscotch beer,
1: but it definitely has oh. calories, so it's going straight to the hips. There we go. There we <laughs> go. <laughs> Meanwhile, my uh, classic American root brew, 1919, hopeful future sponsor of the podcast here. Uh, is delicious and local as it's made here in the great state of Minnesota. Cool, refreshing, and yeah, probably goes on the hips. I don't know. It's good. <laughs> we need to put on pounds as we go into the cold weather months because we're getting to that season where we question our sanity as Northern Americans. You're ju- We're just getting to that season? I've been there for 36 years. <laughs> <laughs> I forget about it. In the three months that we have that are nice sure. here in the state, it completely mesmerizes. It's it's like, a, I don't know, one of those fun houses where you're walking through and everything in the mirror kind of looks all nambly pambly. Mimbly bimbly. In <laughs> other words, that don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mister, I want to leave and go to someplace nicer. Yes, please. What would you be willing to do to get out of here? Would you be willing... I would. To... I would. Okay. Be, all right. Zip. Clink. All right. Well... well um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, those are, those are sounds that could match this because this <laughs> is from today in Next Fucking Level. A 71-year-old man hiked 4,000 kilometers... On the USA's grueling Pacific Crest Trail. At first, so, you, said, you said you would be willing to do it. How far do you think you can make? In a week. Just walking, average pace, stopping to sleep. How far? So,
0: <laughs> for those of you listeners who don't know kilometers in miles, I did not. The Pacific Crest Trail in miles is 2,650 miles. It starts at the... It's not that far. It starts at the California-Mexico border and goes all the way to the Seattle-Washington and uh, Canada border. It is a long long walk. I could probably give you a solid 100
1: miles and then I'm good. So, all right. Just do a quick little Google thing and tell people where you are 100 miles from here
0: in order for me to go 100 miles from where i am right now which is in minneapolis minnesota i would make it to the minnesota iowa border (laughs) that's that's Uh, 99 miles i could walk from here to the next state and i'd be good yeah if you just hop on 35 straight shot (laughs) (laughs) I saw this video of the guy, and at first I'm like, man, this guy is not going to make it. He looked sad. Like, he, like, I don't know. Like, he wasn't all there. And then as the camera finally pans, you get this sense of realization that he did it. He did something he's likely wanted to do his entire life, and he met an accomplishment that probably felt very out of reach for the vast majority of his adult life. Yeah, the top comment was he was 31 when he started. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you could
1: ever do a a 2,600 mile walk? Oh, dude, younger me would have been all about this. I growing up was outdoors a lot more than I am today. Uh, I'm an avid indoorsman now, but uh, back then, like I really loved camping and hiking, fishing, hunting, like all the great outdoors stuff. I went on a big mountain climb in, uh, I think it was 10th grade. We went to Montana, climbed this, uh, I forget what it's called. It's called like sawback or sawtooth or something like that in Montana. One of those. Bone saw? Maybe it was. Um, got to stand on some ice at like the top of this mountain. It was really cool. Uh, but I as I was doing this climb and you have a oh, 50-pound pack on your back, you're just thinking to yourself like, it's a lot of hard work, but mm-hmm. it, it feels it feels great to be outdoors in nature, kind of connecting with, I don't know, our roots. Like, that's that's where we came from as cavemen, maybe, maybe? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know.
0: I would love to do this. I saw that video and thought to myself, when in my life am I going to get the opportunity to do this? My knees are giving way now. I, I wake up out of bed. I'm like, <laughs> man, my lower back, just like not what it once was.
1: Too much (laughs) twerking.
0: Not enough (laughs) working. Well, I want to move our mindset here to a different spot in the U.S. Is there a cow?
1: Did you you hear a cow? Shut up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My story of the day comes from uplifting news. In a time where Hurricane Ian has just reared its ugly head i guess across florida at this point is it going up the east coast i think As so yeah reporting? i think it
1: i think it covered the entire state of florida yeah
0: i have a story that says this 100 solar community endured hurricane ian with no loss to power and minimal damage oh now just a little bit of backstory my partner her parents have Their like winter nest egg down right next to Fort Myers. And the whole time I'm watching the eye of the hurricane go over where their home is. I'm just thinking to myself, last year would have been the first and maybe only time I'm going to see their home. So the following day, I go and I look at images of complete destruction and i feel for anybody Mm -hmm. who was stuck in that and i hope everybody finds safety
1: what can you say about destruction and devastation from a hurricane we saw it was coming our hope is that everybody got out safely and that they had some sort of coverage or protection on all of their valuables that got left behind totally So this
0: article goes on to talk about a place called Babcock Ranch, which is northeast of Fort Myers by about 20 miles. It's a little inland, and the housing area is made up of about 2,000 homes. About five miles outside of town, they have 700,000 solar panels. Wow. They didn't experience any flooding. There was very minimal destruction that happened but the comments are really where it brought this full circle for me. And I just want to praise the builders of this town for thinking about how can we withstand hurricanes. Now this commenter would disagree with what I just said, but let me just talk about this from TB16NH says I'm a resident. There's a lots of misinformation floating around in the comments and a few skewed perspectives in the article. So number one, The solar panels are five miles outside of the community. They have no idea if they sustained any damage, but the solar panels are between the town and the major city grid because that part number two is that they're also attached to the like main municipal power. So if they needed it, they can have it while they're inland about 20 miles. They did have winds that far exceeded a hundred miles an hour. And it was like 150 on the edges. (laughs) Right. They also uh, wanted to point out that Florida's building code is a large reason that a lot of the homes fared well because they have specific reasons things need to be constructed to withstand those types of torrential rains and winds from hurricanes. One final point. Our local utility provider has 167,000 customers. Remember that number. During the peak outages, there were... 165,000 customers without power per their outage map. So I think it is safe to say
1: that we were the only ones to retain power. Dang, they were lucky they were inland, I mean cuz we've seen some videos of one-story buildings being underwater. Mm-hmm. It is just insane. Did you so, did you follow this? A little bit. It was obviously the talker for days and Weeks leading up to this, Mother Nature is going to do what she's going to do. <laughs> and so hurricanes are are coming, right? Mm-hmm. Every single year we have to worry about some sort of tropical storm as the seasons change. This is not new. We've, ha- we've had them so often that we we're giving them cute little pet names, right? This is Ian. Next year it's going to be Voldemort. I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> so... Part of me is like, okay, how do you get the entire state of Florida to get t- to safety, right? I mean, some people decide to stay, and they're like, I'm going to tough it out. Mother nature ain't got nothing on me. And that's my impression of a Floridian who doesn't want to leave. But there's people who, like, legitimately can't get out, and that's, that's kind of, like, my biggest fear. I would think, like, it would be nice or cool if the entire state had some sort of evacuation plan. Or, like, we just start moving everybody into another state temporarily and maybe not just like
0: immigrants from a different state anyways sorry got a little off i I was gonna
1: say we could we could use this as practice for when you know the giant border rush comes (laughs) uh (laughs) okay so i have a question for you let's let's make it more home to
0: you and i we live in an area in the u.s where winds from
1: canada come down and they hit Minnesota because can we sue them for sending down all those cold winds illegally? I have to talk to the Supreme Court about that.
0: I don't want to talk to them. They won't listen. <laughs> <laughs> how quickly? How quickly do you think if if you were told you hear a news article that's like another polar vortex is coming down from Canada? This time we're gonna have like negative one hundred degree weather. Cars are gonna stop. Electric grid's gonna stop everybody in their homes. If you don't start a fire with your carpet, is gonna have a bad time. They're
1: gonna unalive. I have family in Arizona, in California. I'm doing everything and I that I can in my power to get to them. I'm I'm texting my insurance agent saying like, hey, just to let you know, filing the claim as soon as we come back. <laughs> I'm filing it now. I've never understood. I and maybe this is
0: our privileged lives. That it wouldn't be very financially difficult for us to just get in a car and go. A lot of what people have been saying, news in whatever way you want to believe them or not, said Mm -hmm. the average cost to uproot your life in Florida and go to, say, another state was like
1: $1,200. Flights are expensive right now. Everything's expensive. Renting a hotel for who knows how long. Plus, what do you come back to? Devastation. (laughs) Devastation. That's the part that logistically blows my mind. I don't know what you do when you get back. Once again, to reiterate, Florida, our hearts are with you. Joe Biden's pocketbook is with you. And if anything right now, I figure you guys just really deserve a break. And we'll see you after this break.
0: Well, Scott, because my uncle went up on stage this week and decided that he wanted to share new things coming to the world of Tesla. I'm talking about Elon Musk in case you guys aren't watching the show. Elon was on stage for whatever the hell it is that he calls convention where he talked about stuff, right? Tesla Is that what it is? I don't know. Emphasis on the con. Yeah,
1: (laughs) he showed off, and I'm not sure you saw this, but he showed off the new Tesla robot. I saw the video. I didn't read anything about it, but uh, I would say call me when you can get to Boston Dynamics level. Mm. It's interesting that you say that. We're going to talk about Boston Dynamics (laughs) because,
0: and and this is the best thing. It was from r slash memes. It says, waited patiently to get a Tesla robot, and all I got was a walking toaster with speakers. (laughs) (laughs) Last year in 2021, Elon showed off just a man in a suit, literally just a man in a suit, and said what we were expecting was this humanoid robot. What we got was Mac from Mac and Cheese, the the (laughs) spinoff from the Friends TV show that Joey was in. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, okay. <laughs> like an hour after that posts, Boston Dynamics shared a video. It's 4 minutes long. I'm going to link it in mm-hmm. all of the show notes, but it's from Interesting yeah. AF and it's at Boston Dynamics 30 years of development that led to their robot Atlas. The way the video starts is you see just this like robot like on a little wheel spinning around a treadmill bouncing just the way that humans would bounce at that cadence. Fast forward 2011 and you see a robot that can walk on a treadmill. It's definitely like tethered into things and people can kind of push it around. It gets more and more humanoid. And then by the time you get to Scott like the three and a half minute mark, you have... A full-on robot standing alone, jumping
1: through, like, a track. There's two of them. They do backflips. <laughs> it doesn't look real. Like, that's how good the motion has gotten for these robots. They, they're, they're kind of built weird. Like, they have, I don't know, bulbous top torso bodies and tiny little robot arms and legs. Uh, which is the only hope we have to defeat them. Focus on those folks <laughs> so I, I think what I think what we're seeing
0: is in in the movie Terminator in that universe you mm-hmm. have Skynet as the evil robots we can consider that Tesla sure okay and then you you have the good guys uh that take over the robot become Arnold what what is Arnold a t1
1: did you watch Terminator at all I think so do you know the story? <laughs> Didn't they just... All the robots are bad. Okay, but then why does... A... So it's just one robot that helps them? Right. The The one robot was stolen and reprogrammed by the Human Resistance Front to protect John Kana. So in
0: our lived reality, which one is worse, mm-hmm. Tesla or Boston Dynamics?
1: All the robots right now, so far, I feel like are bringing upon doom. We have no laws. We have no robot laws. We haven't made the three laws. We haven't made laws to enforce those three laws. It's a wild, wild west of robots right now. It's literally Westworld. And if you've watched any of that show, you know how that goes for humans.
0: You don't think that we're going to have it... We're we're not going to have the Will Smith iRobot where he just runs down the... Like the robots just pick up our groceries and cook our food. We're not going to have that?
1: Sure, until somebody hacks in them and says, kill all humans. (laughs) 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 It's... Tell me I'm wrong. I, I dare somebody to email, email in at theirs at subforthat.com and tell me I'm wrong. But speaking of actors who will be back, this week in movies, you said you've been watching a lot of TikToks recently? A little bit. You must have saw the one that had our friend of the show, Ryan Reynolds, say he's been working on the latest Deadpool flick. A little bit. And had no ideas except for one. But we did have one idea. Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ryan. So, Willie, how quickly did your claws come out of your body? I have one claw? (laughs) When you saw this, and it was immediate. (laughs) It just (laughs) boing-oing-oing. Usually, Willie has white claws going into (laughs) (laughs) him. Oh, man. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I was so pumped when I saw this. Now, yes, I just I love the relationship of Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. I know that mm-hmm. they've been friends for a while, and it just feels right to see those two come back. We don't know how it's going to be played, and I'm not sure everybody caught this little Easter egg, but if you saw his, his little video post, do you know where that was filmed? It was in a house, but I didn't really pay too much attention to it. It was in a house, Scott. It was in the house... From Logan. I'm excited to see this because I think that if anybody's gonna be able to do a proper send off for Logan or the Hugh Jackman's version of Logan, it's gonna be Ryan yeah, Reynolds.
1: Exactly. Those two, like you're saying, have had the sweetest friendship as far as acting folks can go. I'm excited to see what they do with it. That's all I'll say. There was another trailer that dropped the day that we recorded this episode
0: another trailer Mm -hmm. dropped there were two things that i want to talk about in the new wakanda forever trailer scott i know that you probably watched the first one but did you give up on trailer number two have you watched the one that marvel released today
1: i was thinking about making it my story of the day but then i would be talking about two trailers and we're not that kind of show
0: well we're going to talk about it right now (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) There is a moment in the trailer before we get to the end, the big reveal at the end, where you see a girl wearing a hodgepodge version of an Iron Man suit. Oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: Who we know about this though? No, who was this? That is Iron Heart. Did you get excited when you saw that? I I sure as hell was. Goosebumps when I saw The flying suit There's this part in the trailer where People are like rushing towards the screen Mm -hmm. And you just see A little flying suit of armor Come into view and fly Above the crowd My first thought was like maybe it's Rhodey flying in For the cavalry But then I thought to myself no They're introducing the Iron Man I guess prodigy And so this will be a new character Brand new character that we're going to see on screen for the first time and then they showed another clip of how the suit works and i just got really excited and and then at the very
0: end we saw the new black panther but we don't know who it is for me this movie is probably one of the most anticipated films f-
1: uh, of the year for me the uh the character that's going to be playing uh, namor might get teased a little bit with those wings on his ankles <laughs> but I think he's going to be a cool addition to the mcu and i hope they do him justice as well because he's kind of a badass in the comics there's one other thing that might have went under the radar this
0: week that i think is really interesting so i i want to tie this full circle back to ryan reynolds and hugh jackman bringing back logan robert downey jr got in on the conversation oh i did not hear about this and he said something to the effect of So Logan gets to come back? Everybody's coming back? That sounds fun. (laughs) And I will just leave
1: that to everybody thinking what they want to think. I told you a couple episodes ago what they're building towards. If you want to hear about it, you can go listen. Scott, I can't deal with all
0: of these ups and downs. Well, you're going to have to because it's sometimes good it's sometimes not it's time for ups and down votes with willie and scott
1: we're still playing the game right still playing the game oh boy oh boy what did we talk about what's the meta of today's show hmm, hmm. i'm gonna go tell me when you're gonna flip, flip it. it tails it is heads yes dang all right
0: well, you guys are lucky that you get to hear this, or if you're on YouTube, potentially watch this, because my upvote of the week, got.
1: <laughs> Is it your butt? Are you showing your butt again?
0: No. Oh, my God. It's so much better. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> There's a video. It's a runway show of the famous oh. runway model, Bella Hadid, I believe, walking out mm-hmm. On the stage, there's no runway at this point. It's just a lit up square in the middle of where everybody is. And she stands there holding her holding her top, her bare top, wearing very little on the bottom. You say holding her top, like what does that mean? Holding their boobs. Just covering okay. them up. Right. Trying to be modest. She didn't have you know a know shirt I mean? on. And then she She's gets wearing nothing? sprayed down with a bunch of whiteness from a bunch of dudes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right. But She's did you see what they did? Fantasies, okay. Uh, yes, I did. I saw this because it popped up on my Twitter feed at work. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, very, <laughs> very unsafe. They spray painted a dress on her with some some weird like material that actually turned into like a latex of some sort or, or some material. I think that is an impressive feat. It's It's definitely cool for the fashion world. I mean, all the memes that will be coming out of this pun intended aside uh i think it's very fashion forward Mm -hmm. to do something like that and this is kind of what we're trying to do with food right we're just trying to literally print it out so if they can do that for clothes going forward i think it's a step in the right direction i i am one for the idea of allow
0: innovation to prosper even if it feels a little weird even if it's just a proof of concept this to me is a proof of concept we can take a very controlled environment and print a dress in a moment mm-hmm. print a garment mm-hmm. that maybe doesn't have the long term like carbon footprint of of making even just a t-shirt but can be made quickly conveniently and it's the start of something that could be a very unique and
1: uh, innovative future well speaking of long-term carbon footprint my down foot of the week comes from cryptocurrency walmart joins the metaverse world in collaboration with roblox the walmart land will feature a variety of immersive experiences including a virtual store of merch also known as virch for your avatar willie when are we going to walmart land i I don't want to go to Walmart ever.
0: <laughs> I will go, <laughs> you to, don't want to, go to the wonderful, Walmart. beautiful, just sweet, sickly aroma from a McDonald's Playland
1: before <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would ever step foot in a Walmart. I would rather jump into a vat of Cinnabon brown sugar and dough and frosting you're, than visit Walmart. You're, land.
0: you're not really convincing me that that thing you said was bad.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> It's. I mean, it's bad for me. Oh, okay. And it's Got it. it's probably bad for you. Uh, <laughs> not as bad for you. Maybe it is. I don't know. Are you ready to jump on board this metaverse train? No. No, I I I'm not sure. That what's the, it going to ex- take? That the experience of of
0: doing like a virtual world like that is there.
1: Okay. All right. I know
0: something you like. It's called Call of Duty. Oh no! It usually, I I usually don't need. A bunch of dudes to shoot. It's usually just.
1: We're not talking about the last story. Oh god, talking got about it. this one. <laughs> All right, let me close that tab really fast. Are you gonna put on that helmet, giving yourself full three hundred and sixty surround sound? Put your little hands together with your your paddles, or I don't know what they call them. Fingers. And hands. hold your virtual gun. And then, uh, you know, run around in Call of Duty. If you can get me to the level of Ready
0: Player One, I'm all in. But until then, I'm out. And we're all out of show. So thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Find more of us on our socials. And we'll see you next week.